The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. What's going on, Miss Simi? Hey, hey, hey. If you hear fireworks in the background, it's fireworks, not gunshots. Yes, she is safe and sound. <laughs> Miss Simi, we're here, okay. see, just like that. We're here uh, 4th of July weekend, so there's been a lot of action going on. So this yes. is our second week of the Gold Rush. Um, special events for NXT. Uh, we're going to have a July 4th episode of NXT tomorrow, and then we got the Great American Bash edition of NXT coming later in July. So, a lot of big events tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there's just this 4th of July um, episode for tomorrow. So, you know, everything's going to be themed around 4th of July. Ah, okay. But then, Great American Bash is at the end of the month. Don't make no sense. I, I, I know I know um, so we start off this week with Tiffany Stratton with a little help from Charlie Dempsey and a Drew Gulak distraction retains the NXT women's title over Thea Hale when uh, Thea had her tapping out to the Kimura but Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey were up on the apron distracting the ref Duke Hudson was trying to get them to get down and so it was just all big deal when Thea went over to get a referee's attention that allowed Tiffany to roll her up and she retained her title so I'm fine with the choice of Tiffany winning but this choice of having her tap out so soon, so quickly. When she put like, her in the Kimura when the ref wasn't looking? Yeah. I, I think they could have built up to it maybe a little bit more. I mean, I know uh, if Tiffany cheats and wins, whatever, like she's a heel, she's supposed to. But it feels a little... Uh, I don't know. I was just like, huh. Okay, just having her like tap so quickly. Maybe I was just like, all right, I thought that maybe they could have just built up to that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy the match. And I was just like, no, they're going to be a heel so soon. I didn't want them to screw her over like that. Right. I liked their little trio thing. So I was like, hmm, choices. I don't know. After the match, oh, well, let me talk about the match. Mm -hmm. I loved Thea Hale's tiny but mighty offense. Yes. The, like, sequence is like she was doing, like, when she, like, 
jumped on a rope and did that like backwards senton. After mm-hmm. she did, you know what I'm saying? She did like German and then she did like the chase you stomps and then she did like that backwards senton and then she did like a forward senton. It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like she's small, but her offense was like mighty. Yeah. So I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tiffany, and then, you know, Tiffany trying to keep her arm away from her was the story of the match. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty much so I like the simple storytelling that they both executed there so that was good yeah. uh, after the match Dempsey and Gulak they beat down Duke Hudson but that's when Andre Chase makes his return and makes the save and uh, clears the ring so Duke Hudson Andre Chase back on the same uh, page with everything so at first, I was I thought Theo was going to turn. I, <laughs> I thought she was going to turn. I was like, oh. Because she was looking a little when she was like, she was like on the ground. She was just watching the fight. I was just like, oh, she going to turn? Is she going to do it? I wasn't sure. But I didn't want them to like break up so soon. I liked the trio of um, Gulak, uh, Dempsey, and Thea Hale. Mm. I thought they were cute and funny. So I didn't want the turn to be quite so quick. We get a video. Say it again. I'm sorry. Uh, happy to see Andre Chase back. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, so we get some more foul mouth promos as well. <laughs> uh, video on Ilya Dragunov. Um, basically, he um, he gave a definition to the words, to that word that's on the back of his trunk in German. Uh-huh. I can't repeat the word now but anyway it it talks about just um, basically you know yes he he bleeds and bruises like everybody else but it's the struggle and the pain and the and the and the adversity of the moments that he loves and that's why he's always fighting and loves to fight I mean, it was a good, it was a good thing. He was basically like, you know, no matter what evil comes up against me, you know, I'll always be prepared to fight. I won't stay down. So basically it was a setup for him and Braun. It looked like. Oh, little man. (laughs) Gallus, they still haven't heard from Joe Coffey after he got thrown in the trunk last week by Stax. So we'll see uh, how that's going to play out a little bit later. Last week, Dana Brooke was getting her knee looked at in the trainer's room when Keelani Jordan came Better. in. Jordan praised her uh, and, you know, um, basically told her a little bit about her background. And Dana Brooke was like, yeah, I could tell you had a gymnast background because, you know, I can see that from a mile away. And Jordan was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I admire you. You fight through so much and you're such a role model for me. And uh, Dana Brooke was like, well, you know, once I get this knee better, uh, you know, I'd love to get in there and, uh, you know, roll around with you and see what you got. And she was like, all right, sounds like a, a deal. So. She looks so young. Yeah, how old is she? <laughs> if she's 18, it wouldn't surprise me. She looks very, yeah. I was like, girl, did you just graduate? <laughs> Are you and Theo the same age? <laughs> but um, very, uh, hopefully we get to see her in ring here soon and mm-hmm. uh, see what she's got because, you know, we always need more black girl magic in these wrestling yes. rings. And we'll be excited to see what Kilani Jordan has to offer. And uh, 
we'll be reporting back here on the NXT cast with updates. So I'm pretty sure she'll start being on like level up and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there'll be chances to see her. Gallus, they retained the NXT tag team titles over Idris and Ofe and Malik Blade via the flapjack dropkick combo finisher. Um, Anofa and Blade, they showed a good account of themselves until the one moment in the match, and then everything changed. Yeah. And there were, he was going for a Mario Brothers spot where he was going to, like, bounce off of the back of one of the members of Gallus, I guess do like a clothesline or something, maybe a Hurricane Rana to the other member of Gallus, but when he got up on the guy's back, he slipped. And uh, yeah. and basically they weren't close enough where they could cover for him, so they just had to like pick him up and beat him up and be, just be like, oh, you fucked up. Right. Well, yeah, it wasn't like what Keith Lee did, where Keith Lee went back and they just did the move again a Mm -hmm. few minutes later. Gods was like, "Oh no, that was your one chance, bro." Right. Like, what? What are doing here? Ain't no redo here. Right. Um, the metaphor. I want one of those shirts. Yeah. I like it. They don't want to talk about Noam Dar losing the Heritage Cup. Uh, Mackenzie, of course, Mackenzie is, is pressing <laughs> the man. And uh, and he's like, Mackenzie, I'm just too devastated over my loss to talk. Um, you know, to ask everybody else something. And she's not really interested in asking everybody else something. So everybody else is just inserting their something. And last session, it's like, hey, let's talk about our getting that win last week. Y'all saw what it was. And Chicago Jackson was like, yep. And, and Shane and Ronda, mm-hmm. Y'all on notice. So, you know, and then McKenzie was like, okay, uh, that's cool. But uh, uh, no, uh, what about the... Uh, Heritage Cup and <laughs> and uh, Menza's like, come on, Mackenzie, did you see the man's in no shape to talk? Let's talk about something uplifting, like our nails, and everybody shows their fingernails and stuff, and so they all walk off, and Noam Dar's kind of dragging behind, and then Mackenzie stops him and is like, so who do you think's gonna win tonight, Nathan Frazier or Dragon Lee? And he just he's like, Mackenzie Mitchell. Last legend comes in and like saves them, come drags them out. This is gonna be must see. They better they they stop giving us big body Javi and McKenzie. I know. So they better start giving us this. And right. Oh, McKenzie said, "Fuck all that. I'm an investigative journalist. <laughs> you didn't know they call me Barbara Walters in another time. I'm gonna know these answers. How do you feel about not being a Heritage Cup winner anymore? And who do you think is gonna win?" from the person who took it from you. Tell me <laughs> what I think. Yeah, it was hilarious, man. It's so funny. His little sad face and his little braids. Aw. No, I'm dark. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I do want those shirts, though. The schism family meeting. leads to Joe Gacy challenging the Creed's to a loser's leave NXT match with the Dyad. <sighs> ah, yeah, yeah. So it broke, down. <laughs> it broke down and basically the diet was like, yo, Joe Gacy, man, we believed in you. We was lost and you was preaching inclusion, but now you was doing exclusion and now you're trying to come back to inclusion and none of that is working for us. 
and we about to break off and then he kind of stopped them and then that's when the crease came out and was like look here man y'all the issue we know y'all the issue so let's fight and then that's when he challenged him to the match Somebody's getting the call up. Mm. Hopefully it's the GYV. Yeah. I think Creed's can cook a little bit more. They need to get them those championships back. All right. Mm-hmm. I need them to be champions again. Yeah, it's probably going to be GYV. Maybe with Joe Gacy as well? Maybe. Mm. Just the whole crew? Maybe not Ava. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe not. She could probably, if they do cards, they'll probably, she'll, she'll probably still be in this managerial role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Lucian Prince and Bronco, Nima, they talk about growing up together and using football to let out their aggression. Uh, he said that, you know, they went to college, so they couldn't play on the same teams like they had all their, you know, growing up time. But now they're back on the same team, and they're coming to NXT to dominate. I enjoyed these little vignettes. I do, too, but I think that they need to try to do less of the tag team, uh, like Jada Kiss, uh, Styles P promo, because it sounds like... <laughs> yeah, just a little... Yeah, they should maybe tone that part of it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the look and the vignettes are definitely something that they're using a lot better um, yes. in NXT. And I, like I said, they start they need to start bringing those things over to the main roster. I think they did last week. That one with Finn was pretty good. Yeah, Ooh, that was so good. Yeah, so, you know, again... He's a person who has a, who, who for this matchup with Seth Rollins, they mm-hmm. actually have legitimate story to tell. Yes. But Finn and due to the reaction of the crowd a couple of weeks ago, can't mm-hmm. tell that story in the middle of the ring in front of the crowd. Yeah, because, because they like to hijack. Yeah, the crowd would hijack it from him. So with them using that vignette. It, mm-hmm. it accomplished that and probably was more effective mm-hmm. because it was centrally concentrated on what he was saying and the visuals yeah. to back it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Axiom and Scripps are in the back with Hank Walker and Tank Ledger, and they're pressed with the uh, vignette we just saw with Lucian Prince and Bronco. That's when Nation Fraser walks up and gets some congratulations from Axiom on winning the Heritage Cup. But Axiom says he's drawn to that damn cup. So he got jealous eyes for that man's cup. Mm-hmm. Everybody coming for that cup. <laughs> they all want it. Chick Williams is in the back giving Carmelo Hayes a pep talk. And that's when Rhea Ripley walks in. Do what? And she warns them to stay out of judgment day business. Yo, Rhea stays in men's business. <laughs> she does. <laughs> oh man. Rhea, don't defend your title. That was oh, a, that was a lie. <gasps> Moment when she got <laughs> in there, like, oh shit. I was like, hey Rhea, what are you doing? Did you in see business. did you see the TikTok of her in front of um, Samantha Urban. No. 
giving her like goo goo eyes and waves and stuff? No. Okay, I'll have to see. I'll have to find it on the Discord and um, send it to you. Yes. <laughs> um, Nathan Fraser, he retains the Heritage Cup over Dragon Lee. Um, I really like these Heritage Cup matches. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, if they do all six rounds, it's like a 20 minute match. Mm-hmm. But this one was a little shorter. They didn't go all six rounds. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like, a short burst of a match and then they mm-hmm. reset and then they give you another yeah. short burst of a match and then they reset I kind of like that I don't think I could watch a whole card of that but no. one isolated match is pretty good yeah I like yeah I like these kinds of matches too and it's good if they even if they like do it every week like an open challenge type of deal right. I wouldn't mind it because it, it's still it'll still keep it fresh just because of like the rules of the match mm-hmm. so yeah i really like this that last like uh that last like um pinfall i was just like wait what happened mm-hmm. i was all confused i was like wait hold on how did he win wait what um i think the heritage cup is now kind of taking the place of the cruiserweight title yeah because those seem to kind of be the the level of guys that mm-hmm. are wrestling around that. Yeah, I'm so, fine with that though. You know, so that's 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 kind of cool. Mm-hmm. We Cedric, come on down. Give them something to actually compete for and not just be, you know, just mm-hmm. fighting each other for, for nothing. You know? Yeah. Wesley can't fight everybody. <laughs> he did. He, he Let's, yeah, I was about to say, if we asked him that, he'd tell us something totally different. Which is why we will never ask him that. Don't ever ask him that. Don't do it because he will He will try. All right. We see Gable Stevenson training Eddie Thorpe for his Raw Underground match with Damon Kemp. Uh, Stevenson will be in Thorpe's corner. Uh, basically, they go down like Damon Kemp's accolades and then, um, you know, show him, you know, doing his time as a young wrestler growing up in high school and in college yeah. and making uh, trying out for the Olympics and stuff like that. So basically, um, Gable Stevenson is kind of gaining Eddie Thorpe's trust. I see a swerve. Yeah. I see it coming. <laughs> I see it coming. And it's like, why are you taking advice from Gable Stevenson? He's never been in underground. <laughs> Mustafa Ali comes in to see Wesley and apologizes for getting a little too involved as referee last week. Tyler Bate comes in to question how things went last week. Ali's like, man, I thought I did great. He called it right down the middle. They were like, right down the middle? He was like, fast counts for the both of you. Slow counts for the both of you. (laughs) And then... uh, was fair <laughs> and then so Tyler Bates like hey man see because of you being <laughs> variants that's the reason why I feel like the match the outcome of that match would have been different with a regular referee so that's why I'm trying to get another match and Wesley's looking like huh what <laughs> and then Mustafa Ali is like nah bro you had your chance uh-huh. how about it's my chance for the match and then um Tyler Bates like, okay, then, well, let me referee your match. And Mustafa's like, like, absolutely not. And so they start going back and forth. And then Wesley just shakes his head. It's like, I'm out. Grabs the title and just walks out the shot. And they're still going back and forth. For the first time in his life, he walked away from possibility of asking for a fight. I was very like, well, I'll just fight both of you. For the first time, he was just like, you know what? Y'all got it. Finally, Wesley. 
self-preservation. I'm glad you're learning it. Uh, that was, man, Mustafa Ali was so funny in this. He's so funny. I cackled. He was just like, you counted fast. He was just like, yeah, for both of you, though. <laughs> was I unfair? But I was unfair to both of you. So what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, I don't get it. <laughs> he was genuinely confused about why they're mad. Mr. Stone, he can't find Von Wagner. And then he finds right. Von Wagner, who's upset over the photo of him as a baby and everything his family had to go through. Wagner says he can't do this right now, and he leaves. So, uh, nothing lost, nothing gained on that segment. Yeah, again, fast forward material. There's a way I don't care about your childhood trauma. Don't care. Gigi Dolan, she got the win over Keanu James with the crucifix bomb. No! But after the match, Kiana hits Gigi in the back with her big purse, which was full of paint cans that she <laughs> then poured on to Gigi Dolan. Yo, Keanu James strong as shit. She's been carrying that them cans in that person. <laughs> oh, is she strong? Oh, my gosh. I don't like that they're using her as so much as a jobber. Me neither. I don't like that shit. I'd like for her to like tell these stories and get wins and then maybe mm-hmm. use the ultimate match, you know, but on the way there, get some dirty wins. Right. You know? Even then, I don't want her to lose a big matches either. I don't <laughs> want her to win all of them <laughs> because I'm biased. <laughs> um, Joe Coffey. Somehow he got out the trunk and he didn't go back to the um, to the bar or whatever. He went to go see Tony D in the jailhouse. That's snitch. Tony D comes up. He's like, man, how do you get on my visitor list? He's like, yo, man, everything ain't what they seem. And he's like, yo, man, how the I thought Stats took you on a ride, and he was like, he did, but things ain't what they seem. And he was like, I'm going to just tell you this. Your underboss, he got a mind of his own, and then he played a recording off his phone. Basically, Stats kidnapping Joe Coffey, telling him, hey, work with me. Everything will work out for Gallus. And in the meantime, there's a new dawn in this hill. Damn it, Stacks. You were supposed to be family. I was ruined for you. They snitched him up. Mm. I knew as soon as he got interfered in that match, I was just like, oh, damn. I was hoping it wouldn't go this way, but here we are. Yeah, in the tag team match, uh, Stacks mm-hmm. came out. It looked like he was trying to hit uh, the big one. It ended up mm-hmm. giving um, Malik Blade a um, European forearm and knocked him into the stairs and then... Yep. Rolled him in the ring, and that's when they hit their Yep. I said, damn. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. I was rooting for you, Stax. <laughs> Not gonna root for your demise. Uh, we look at Blair Davenport jumping Roxanne Perez during a fan Q&A show. It was like something set up, looked like for TikTok or one of the... I think mm-hmm. they said Snapchat was what it was like. Who uses that? People still use Snapchat? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe, <laughs> maybe for people doing illicit things that need that yeah. no evidence of it. But um, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you know, Roxanne, um, basically, um, a tweet came in, chat chat came in, and was like, "Hey, how do you feel not being safe everywhere you go, Blair Davenport?" And she was like, "Now, see, this is what I'm talking about." And then all of a sudden, you just hear a big crash and bang and. 
Roxanne Perez has been attacked. Oopsie. It was very reminiscent of Bianca being the dog shit out of Zelina. <laughs> Great. I like them using like the TikTok, Snapchat, whatever thing mm-hmm. like this. I think it's cool. JCJ she says she isn't happy with Lara Valkyria who pops up and punches her in the face. While she's down on the ground, Rhea Ripley steps in to say JC Jane deserved that. And the Falcon Lady is a badass. No. Don't use Rhea to try to make the Falcon Lady work. No. <laughs> the Diet. They freak out over next week's Loser Leaves Leaves NXT match. Excuse me. But Ava comes in and calms him down and was like, yo, man, Joe's got a plan. Trust him, trust him, trust him. And he's like, well, he better have one because if he don't, <laughs> we will. Contingencies. <laughs> and Carmelo Hayes. He didn't miss. Nope. And he retained the NXT title over Baron Corbin with a nothing but net um, it's a good match. Corbin went back to his lone wolf NXT persona. Yes. And um, yeah, man, they had a hell of a match. You get you could tell that they haven't wrestled a lot because it wasn't mm-hmm. as smooth as Carmelo's matches can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then again, that kind of made it more of a struggle and more yeah. of a you know contest. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Melo does what he does, man. He puts on a hell of a match and uh, gets to win. Another name in the Raptors. Exactly. Face on the t-shirt. I wish mm-hmm. I could get me one of those um, Target-like shirts that he had on. <laughs> you probably find it on, like, Etsy or something. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so that was our episode of NXT. Um, Gold Rush, second edition of it. Um... I thought this was just as good as last week's. Oh, at the very end, um, Brian Breaker is like storming out of Shawn Michaels' office and is like, you can't control me. Nobody can. And just storms off. So I guess he might have been informed that he's wrestling Dragon off and he don't want to or something. He's on his third row. It was giving very much, I'm not going to live your life. I'm going to live my life, Dad. You know, and like, <laughs> but like, more because he's grown and big so very interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's probably gonna like walk on to Rob be like yo they can't handle me in NXT so here I am now oh yeah that would be an interesting way to do it but so, uh, he needs to have that match with Dragunov though cause they've been teasing maybe Dragunov will follow him maybe uh, it's gonna be a double call up oh uh, yeah that, that would be cool to take a few to go from NXT into the main roster Mm-hmm. Maybe he's he comes on and be like, they couldn't handle me in NXT, so I'm here on Raw to fuck everybody's shit up. And then Dragonov comes in in his fur coat and his suit and his red, red face, and it's just like, you can't run from me, bitch. Let's fight. <laughs> and then they get it on. So that was this edition of NXT. Um, I thought the hell looked great. Um, her first real big time matchup like that. I thought yes. everything about it was good. Um, even with, you know, Chase you, um, Chase Andre Chase coming back in and, and, and them setting up the theme with Duke Hudson and Andre Chase teaming back up together. Um, uh, 
set up stuff between uh, Blair and Roxanne, which they're going to have their match uh, coming up this week. Um, set up the dyad, something finally moving forward with the dyad and the schism. Um, Gigi picked up a win, continuing her story with Keanu James. So hopefully they'll have a long-lasting little feud and and uh, we'll see what comes about that. But yeah, I really enjoyed the heck out of NXT. Um, just like we've been saying over and over and over. I mean, they're they've hit their stride and they've they've done everything right um, for a long time, consecutive weeks in a row. So mm-hmm. they're getting back to that level and standard that we're used to, in and and with new faces and younger faces and and, and different levels of experience. But mm-hmm. the writing and the storytelling is random in the form. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Well, all right, Miss Simi, at this point, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rathcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. And shout out to you guys in the hashtags because I love reading your commentary. And shout out to the Creeds just because love them. <laughs> well shout out to Miss Simmy for joining me once again here on the NXT cast that she does each and every week thank you to all the listeners thank you to everybody who uses the hashtag NXT cast and shares their commentary with, color with us each and every week um, continue to rate and review the shows give us five stars every time you can throughout your podcasting apps or online uh, mm-hmm. continue to uh, support the sponsors on the CSPN CSPN.us click on the tab that says keep our podcast free uh, do some shopping with our sponsors on that drop down menu and some of your purchase comes back here to the CSPN to help keep the shows free of charge each and every week you can also support us monetarily by listening to our extra content that we provide over on the Patreon page patreon.com forward slash CSPN media where you can hear me and Miss Simi review AEW Dynamite and Forbidden Door you can hear our AEW reviews each and every week over on the Patreon page in the dark match Pay to five, become a patron, and listen to the extra content provided by us here on the CSPN and at the WrestleCast. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Oh, wait, did you see the video um, with Alicia and um, Alicia Taylor and Shotzi? No. Oh, it was so cool. I have to find it. But um, she was like playing the drums. Okay. It was like a whole like rock starry video. I think it might have been like a Money in the Bank kind of like promo type of deal. Okay. But like it was like Shotzi, and it was like really hardcore like rock music that was mm-hmm. very good. Like, Alicia was like playing the the like drums in it. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was that's okay. what's her. Yeah, she's all she. Alicia is a rocker. That's. It was very, very dope. I gotta find it so I can send it to you. Yeah, yeah, if you find it, send it to me. And I'll try to find that um, Rhea and um, Samantha Urban. Yes. Um, thing, so. Well, all right, Miss Simi, as always, thanks for a great episode. Thank you to all the listeners. And uh, we will catch everybody next week. Stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtags.
wants the gold. No one's in a rush to put the work in. Except for you, Mello. That's right. You put the work in. I do. You are the main event. I am. Baron Corbin can go sit in his big house if he wants to. He'll never be you. That's right. Night two, gold rush. It's yours, dog. Another man on a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Another man in the Raptors. That's right. I am him. Let's talk about it. Hey, yeah. yeah. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to send a message. Is that so? Yeah. Sin Balor is here handling Judgment Day business. But then the trick Mellow Gang decided to help Seth Rollins. Dumb decision. So next time you boys want to jump into our business, you become our business. Never mind that, dog. It's not made of that. You and Baron Corbin. Yeah. We'll worry about that later.